It's the Dubai Property Podcast for news, interviews and market trends. And welcome back to another episode of the Dubai Property Podcast, talking real estate around the UAE and available on Spotify as always, also on Apple and wherever you get your podcast from. And it's another Sunday morning, yes, the 10th day for September as our weekend continues. And if you've been looking at property over this weekend and have settled on something, let us know what you are buying. Anything that you can share with us, of course, with our real estate listeners is very much welcomed. And there might be across the weekend something that you found out about, something that you didn't realise about before signing on that dotted line? If so, let us know because it really is a melting pot of information. So if you've got something that you can share with our listeners, as always, our email address is dubaipropertypodcast at gmail.com. That is dubaipropertypodcast at gmail.com. Well, this week, as you know, we are celebrating more than 100 episodes of the Dubai real estate market. In fact, I think we're up to about 110. We've taken you on a bit of a journey through the world of property in the UAE from pre-buying considerations, decoding suburbs. That's a big talking point, of course. Mortgage tips. We often need a mortgage, although 80% of people don't, they buy with cash, lucky them, and also mastering the data. We've covered it all as we discovered what your money can buy you in Dubai and across the different Emirates. And we want to take you back to a few more of the podcast episodes to reflect back over the last 100 plus episodes. But first, this week, we were talking about the the different values represented by other emirates but as an expat not all locations are available as Mario told us on Tuesday. The Dubai Property Podcast where real estate meets lifestyle. It's important to know that yes you can get much more you know sort of bang for your buck but only in emirates that are launching these uh, sort of expat areas so not everywhere can you buy there are certain parts of Sharjah that you can buy obviously Ras Al Khaimah Abu Dhabi but there are other emirates uh, where I'm I'm not aware that you can actually buy as a as an expat as it were um there's a there's a small emirate called Um Al Quain very very pretty there's another one called Alain which is uh, virtually attached to to Abu Dhabi I'm not sure that uh, that there are any uh, areas within these two that uh, you and I could possibly buy. And then there's Fajera, which is uh, an area that people tend to go for staycations and things because it's uh, it's it's on the coast, which is nice. But uh, you know, Dubai is so far ahead in what it's done that actually these other emirates, when when they launch things, it takes a long a long time for people to realise actually that's not that's not bad too. But everybody wants to be in the hustle and bustle. You know, I'm not I'm not so sure any of them will ever ever catch Dubai. Dubai is on a, on a league of its own. 
Yeah, and just picking up on that point, we don't normally mention this, but we've received with these emails a number of questions all the same. When is the bubble going to burst? As if we know, you know, because we're not we're not real estate, we're not a real estate company. You are, and you will get that question asked all the time. Oh, I'm not too sure whether or not I should invest right now because maybe the crash is coming. It's something that people can ask for two years. In the meantime, property prices keep going up. However, at some stage there's always going to be a correction. We don't know when that's going to happen. The chances are the only time that you really know it is when it's behind you. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's I mean, that is the million dollar question, isn't it? And you do never know when when the peak or the trough was until after the event. The Dubai real estate phenomenon today, it's not about real estate anymore. That's a byproduct. What it's about, it's about population. And I've mentioned this before. I'll say it again. The Dubai government, the federal government, all the leaders, they have done an absolutely amazing job in putting Dubai Incorporated on the world stage by bringing in the, the best of the best in, in all sorts of sectors, by offering uh, amazing hospitality. Who doesn't have a good time when they come here from a holiday point of view? So they've done such a fantastic job that the, the, the eyes of the world are on Dubai. Yeah. And in doing so, now, especially now, people are thinking, do you know what? I can see myself living here. And I kind of do this myself when I go on holiday. I think, can I, could I live here? And there's only a couple of places that, that that fell into for me. And one was Hong Kong and one was Singapore. Obviously, with Dubai, people are, are thinking the same. And of course, it's alien for, for some, especially Westerners. Culturally, it's different uh, from a religion, potentially, point of view, it's, it's different. And, and there are things that you have to sort of slot into. But what a fantastic place to live. And as a result, the population is growing. And when the population grows, everything grows. Obviously, it starts with rentals. Then perhaps it goes on to sales when people realize, actually, it's better to buy than it is to rent if you're going to be here long term. And all of a sudden, you've got a thriving economy. I mean, everyone else is suffering from, from recession. Everyone else is suffering from high inflation. We have it under control. Now, yes, obviously, you know, prices go up here as well. The way this, uh, this government runs it is an absolute dream, honestly. Ready to take your real estate knowledge to the next level? So are we. I guess if you, Stephen, if you go back sort of five, maybe even ten years ago, with what is happening with RAC right now, is very reminiscent, is it fair to say, ten years ago with Abu Dhabi? It was kind of like the poor cousin. It's getting more of the limelight now. That's been transferred to Rack with the way things are going with that development. Because let's face it, once the casino comes, if you're buying now, you're buying at a price point which is going to be completely different in two years, three years from now. Yes, that's right. Look, I think we've seen confidence being demonstrated in the rack market by sovereign and and and, and big developers. Um, we, we've seen people like Aldar uh, acquiring two hotels on uh, Al Marjan Island in the past sort of twelve or eighteen months. So I think they've obviously seen the you know the positive growth curve and um, probably with one eye on on what's happening with the Wynn Resort. But I think Marjan is. It's matured slowly, but I think the infrastructure's always been very good. You know, there's, there's lots more hotels being built 
on the island. And I think we're going to see the price points in Ras Al Khaimah, as you, as you alluded to, Craig, it's, it's offered good value in the past. You know, average residential price is there, sort of 600 to 800 dirhams per square foot. Um, you know, you compare that with, with Abu Dhabi or Dubai, and it's, you know, it's clearly a, a, at a discount. So I think, you know, if any of your listeners are, are looking to sort of make an investment uh, now, if you think of the, the labour force which will be needed to, to, to build things like the Wynn Resort and all the spin-off jobs that will be created by that, they'll have a need for property. You know, if I had to, to make a bet, I would say, you know, buying a small apartment in Ras Al Khaimah, Marjan Island now would be would be quite a good call. And I can see, you know, values increasing as other developments take place. And as perhaps these other bigger development developers come in, develop product for that market. Yeah, you make a good point because it's only just, what is it, four or five days ago we heard about the new development being built in Abu Dhabi to to house workers. And, I mean, that's the point in case right there. Whenever there's any big big project being developed, and we can we can point to to many of the giga projects as well in Saudi Arabia, there's there's a need to house all the workers. But not only that, if it's somewhere remote, it's to, to house all the consultants in that ecosystem to, to make that development take place. So yeah, quite an important one. You know, staff for the ho- you know hotel staff. You know, the hotel staff in the Wynn Resort, there'll be, you know, be over 5,000 staff to cater to all those rooms. You know, what, what they will need somewhere affordable to live. So it's, it's that same concept. Let's fuel your passion for property together. Join us along with our industry experts to help inspire and inform your next real estate decision. And also in an earlier podcast, we talked about the capital Abu Dhabi and some of the changes that it's gone through to where it now sits in 2023 with Faisal Durrani. I think just to build on what um, Steve was saying, the sort of transformation of Abu Dhabi over the last 15 or 20 years has been nothing short of phenomenal. Um, and when we ask, you know, investors and buyers around the world how they perceive uh, Abu Dhabi as a result of its transformation, uh, it was about 45% of them said that actually what's happened there now makes it a much more attractive place to invest in real estate. And perhaps unsurprisingly, the residential market uh, or residential real estate was the most uh, popular sector of, of choice. Again, when you sort of drift up uh, the personal wealth curve, uh, those with a personal net worth of more than 10 million US dollars, favoring branded residences um, quite heavily, uh, followed by the retail sector, which was interesting for us. And when it comes to budgets, um, in terms of how much people are looking to spend, we found that most have an average budget of about 2.8 million US dollars to make an acquisition uh, in Abu Dhabi, uh, which is pretty high. Uh, although uh, in Dubai, as, as I'm sure you and your listeners are aware, we've seen uh, much bigger ticket prices and much higher average ticket price sales taking place more recently. But nonetheless, um, really interesting to see. And, uh, you know, to your point about people arriving in Dubai and taking a look around, and then realizing there's other opportunities in the UAE, we actually see that as one of the biggest um, opportunity areas for uh, Abu Dhabi developers, because the challenge has always been converting interest into an actual deal. So what we feel is there is an opportunity for Abu Dhabi developers to perhaps enter the Dubai market, uh, build a, a brand, a reputation, a profile, establish credibility, and then perhaps attract uh, some buyers into other markets who would follow follow that developer around. 
We are your local source for unbiased, expert insights into the world of real estate. We are not a real estate company. Our only objective is to help you better understand the real estate market. Don't come with a preconceived idea of where you must be located. You know, be open to the suggestion of suburbs that you haven't even thought of, perhaps you haven't even heard of before. And to that point, if you engage with an agent to help you buy a property, listen to what they are saying, because too often people don't, which kind of begs the question, why did you engage with them in the first place? And be prepared for the process to take a little longer and don't rush the process. So if we're looking at Dubai, Harry, what are some of your favourite areas in that price tag of around 1 million dirhams. Hi, well, it's really interesting what you were saying there about using an agent because the areas within Dubai have developed so much in the last 10 years. The places, well, not even conceived then, are now real centres. So a good place that we might start is Mudon, where you can get um, a townhouse there for about a million dollars. It's ready and it seems to be a lovely place to live. It's a, it's a thriving community that was probably built within the last two years or two to four years it was launched. The houses are good quality. They were built by Dubai Properties. So that's a place where you might find a ready villa slash townhouse to move into. If you're looking for an apartment off plan, a good starting place might be Dubai Creek, which is one of the EMAR projects. And you could get yourself a three bedroom apartment in one of the towers there for about a million dollars. And they're they're available on the market and selling now. Another area that you might look at for about a million dollars, it's a bit further out, but it's all the time developing in Emar South and the Fairway Villas there. And they start from just under a million dollars for three bedrooms. That area is becoming much more developed all the time. Obviously, they had the expo there. So those could be three areas of interest you could do a lot worse than going to. Each week, we bring you in-depth real estate discussions, including inspiring stories from homeowners, knowledgeable real estate professionals and economists. Whether you're a buyer, seller, or just a real estate enthusiast, we are your ultimate property podcast. Well, there you go. There are some more of those highlights over the last 100 plus episodes. And even I, you know, sometimes forget the myriad of different subjects and gold nuggets that our guests offer up. So even if you have listened to all of the podcasts, sometimes going back through some of them again, like me, I refresh some of the fantastic takeaway points that our guests have mentioned. And as we say, Dubai and the UAE is never, ever boring when it comes to the real estate market. And what a week for the Rolling Stones. A new album has been announced. You can pre-order it right now, which I have already done. It is dropping on October the 20th. Can't wait. And on that note, enjoy your weekend. Looking forward to catching you back next week. The skyline is constantly changing, growing and expanding. The Dubai Property Podcast for all things real estate.